Before I get into talking about this episode, just wanted to let you know, I do have Enneagram mugs for sale. And they're at doitforthegrandpodcast.com. You can sip and shine or sip and grow because the front side has basically these wonderful traits about each particular number. And then on the other side, it has a phrase that's a challenge to that number to keep them balanced and hopefully keep them to make better choices um, if their Enneagram type gets a little unhealthy. Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. So in this episode, I'm talking to B. Chris Simpson. He's an Enneagram 7. And in this episode, once again, this is it's rare to hear two black males to be in a room talking about the Enneagram. So um, we are going in on it. He's actually the person who introduced me to the Enneagram about seven or eight years ago, which is absolutely amazing. Ever since then, I've like taken off with it. So it's really good to hear. He's a minister at the Holmes Road Church of Christ in Memphis, Tennessee, and he's going to give a really good balance when it comes to talking about counseling, mental health, the seriousness of doing your own inner work, no matter who you are, or what position you hold. And on top of that, how the Enneagram is impacting and can impact communities of colors and more particularly the black community. So it's really good, really rich, full of information because he pulls in a lot of tools and he's done a lot of inner work and he works with a lot of people. So listen up, listen in, let's go intro music. a lot of I would say gurus or people of color in the Enneagram in America that are black Mm. Um, of color too but uh, being black specifically because the Enneagram is so impactful and can help anyone and Dr. Ginger Lipta Bagda she does work around the world which I think is great I mean from Africa to Asia America to South America all these different places it's amazing and so in my certification program, I think it was about maybe four people, maybe five people of color, two black people. And the rest, they were like mixed with like either Indian descent or like South American. I think it's super impactful. So using the Enneagram and being black, what is something that you've noticed that is like super impactful? And how have you used it with black people in our community? As a black man, and coming from our community, it's not to say that we have all wrong ways of dealing with trauma, conflict, self-expression, self-improvement. It's not to say that we have all wrong ways. It's just to say that they are incomplete. Mm-hmm. So the way that as a Black man, I have really used the Enneagram in my own personal life and, and sort of breach those walls that we have up with psychology in our community and counseling in our community, Ooh. all of that, is through the church. Of course, the church in our country has been a 
historically the place where Black life sprouted and was sustained. The church is where a woman would not be called outside of her name who is Black, where a Black man would not be called outside of his name, but brother and sister and Mr. and Mrs., where they would uh, drape themselves with their finest clothing to transcend their circumstance because they serve a God that allowed that to be possible. It has been my spirituality, and it's been the thing of me looking through and studying and living and trying to digest spiritually, emotionally, mentally digest God's word that brought me into the Enneagram as a Black man. I love the church. I love God's word. I love God. Man, me walking on this journey with God, with my higher power, with me walking with the Lord, it's brought me into dark places in myself. Like, oh, yeah, that's a sin, okay? 12-step calls it a character defect. Uh, Hebrews 12 calls it a weight, calls, calls it a sin. It's like, yeah. So as I started to grow and look at the ugliness in my own heart, that's the thing that when I looked over at the Enneagram, it was like, oh, that's doing the same thing. And then you wind up seeing where the two start to mix, where it starts to mix. It's like, bro, and that's how I've used it. And that's how I sort of got into it from my perspective and the way that I use it, dealing and uh, helping and serving our people often is do the same way. I um, do counseling sessions, like, like a pastoral type counseling session with a number of people. And I've taken them through the Enneagram. You have to use sometimes different words right. to get to the root and to communicate what's at the root of some of these concepts stuff that is indicative of our context. It's been sometimes very, very helpful. Sometimes it's better that I use some of these concepts first without using language of the Enneagram. And then at the back end say, well, you fit this number because blah, blah. Yep. Because when I start getting too psychological, when I start getting too historical in some, you know, how it is, it seems clinical yep. that I'm, being real educated with some of these things. It's sort of like, bro, miss me with that. <laughs> Even with educated Black people, educated Black people, master's degrees, great businesses, awesome families and homes and cars, you know, all of that. It's still like, yeah, but I want to keep it real. I want to get into the thick and I want to, you know, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so what I've had to do sometimes is just ask questions. I was speaking with her too and working with the two. I just started asking about, okay, so tell me about what you think you're worth. Mm. Okay. So when you feel like you don't have a lot of worth, where's that coming from? Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you say yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. We use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 
334-1644. Describe the situation. And the person is like falling out their seat because they're like, I never called it worth, but it's weird that you're reading my mind. And so then later on, I say, so I want to introduce you to this something called the Enneagram. You know, you're a two. And so a lot of times you get your worth from providing things, providing especially help to other people. And, you know, what if you didn't do that? Are you enough without giving the help? I mean, this this person, bro, they giving their whole life and ain't got nothing to show for it and giving stuff people don't even need spinning their dang wheels. And so that's been one way that I've been able to come to groups within myself as a Black man, and then also to help other Black people from our context sort of be introduced to it, and in some cases embrace it. So you're a big proponent of counseling therapy. Absolutely. A minister, a lot of times in some societies, you don't really get a minister who's has open about the importance of counseling and therapy mm. to help heal some of those wounds that we got from growing up. Big T's yeah, and little T's. Big sure. trauma, little trauma yep, yep. Uh, from growing up, which I think is amazing. And so being black, I think it's so tough for black men, especially like counseling is already weird for black people in general, in right? General. Because there's a bad experience with it in the past. And then there's also counselors who don't understand the, the context mm -hmm. of where that Cultural Black people, difference. right? They don't. They don't understand, and so a lot of times they're not just looking for you to ask them more and more questions. They're looking for a little guidance as well. That's right. So you need a little. They, they're looking mm -hmm. for a little bit of both, and That's sometimes. Right. With some counselors in some places, they can technique a person to death where it's just like, Ooh. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. It's like, okay, it's like not dollars later. Right. So and it's just been I a need, string of questions. I'm, I'm going to need you to give me some help. Like, <laughs> yes. If I knew the answers to everything, I wouldn't come to you. Get so her. I need you to give me something. Right. right? I should be asking so, you questions, me, bro. It's super, it's super tough for especially black men to be able to do that. And that's why it's mm -hmm. really good what you're talking about, being able to use the Enneagram and not necessarily using the language, but when you speak to someone and like, hmm, how can I approach this person? How can I ask direct questions that really influence and get to the root of what they're yes. doing? Because then when you can get there, then all of a sudden you see a whole different side to people. You mentioned a few weeks ago, I think you, you said something to the effect of, uh, the reason a lot of black men leave families is because not only the weight of what happens in like all the trauma that they're dealing with, but also not being able to necessarily show those emotions or mm -hmm. feel like they always have to be strong and right. they can never show that. And so right. in, instead of actually being vulnerable and showing that and being able to cry and being able to expose like what they're dealing with and what they've dealt with, they just leave in order right. to not deal with it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that's been hindering especially black males in a whole black community. Yes. You know, like it's all masking. Like yes. um, J. Cole has a song called Middle Child. He just released. He talks about the pain. He's like, even all of the different things that like the new school rappers are talking about, which is like a lot of negative stuff, you know, right. most likely just negative, bad sure. stuff. And it was like, you're hurting not only ourselves, but the women and the children too. And it's mm -hmm. not going to heal the pain. That's right. And he mentions that. And I was like, that is so powerful because mm. it's so true. It's not going to heal the pain. And so being able to get to a place like what the Enneagram can do for a lot of people, especially when you get to it and you start to understand it, it helps to kind of untangle, get to and make you feel seen and make you feel OK with who you are, mm -hmm. because a lot of it is a lack of self-esteem and oh, self-worth. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So that hits 100. that hits a lot of the parts of like where it struggles within our community. And that's why, like, I think it's it's huge to have people of color using the Enneagram because mm -hmm. 
understanding the cultural difference and being able to communicate that. Like you were saying, I can't use rationalization, psychological mm-hmm. defense, these type of words. They're going to look at me like, bro, what you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. What you talking about? Yeah. I need and to not because they don't understand what rationalization is. Oh, no. Not because they cannot grasp these concepts. It's because they don't trust that framework. Yep. It's a framework that we don't trust. It's like, yeah, but my life, like, like you speak in majority context right now. Mm. The rationalization, the basic fears. Yeah. Oh, you speak in majority context. Well, I'm in minority context. My context is different. And so you just cut off because psychology is bent toward majority context life and mm-hmm. understanding. And so when you are coming from a minority context, it's like, yeah, those types of things. It's not to say that we don't believe in them or they work for no one. It's like, yeah, they don't work for me. Right. They work for the majority. When in actuality, these things are human. They've got to be broken down, resized, recreate. Uh, it's not recreated necessarily, but reframed right. so that it can relate. Yeah. But something that I'm very aware of, too, is <laughs> when I see older black men mm-hmm. and when you talk about being able to be intimate with like males, like male, male friendship, male, male in- intimacy. Yeah. It is something that black men struggle with across the board. Men in general, mm-hmm. especially in westernized societies that we struggle with because right. of a lot of issues yes. and our struggle with the ability to be intimate with other men yeah. causes us all kinds of other issues right. that actually are the things that you're so-called running from, you're actually going towards. That's right. And so I think that's one thing that Enneagram helps to do too. It's you learning to understand and love yourself and have empathy for yourself and others. And so I know mm-hmm. something for me, it's helped me to be like, I'm not stuck in the framework of um, this is what a black man has to be. That's right. You have to be like this in order to That's be a right. black male. I think it helps with the kids I work with at school because mm-hmm. a lot of times they have so much pent up anger and mm-hmm. frustration. A lot of it is that lack of self-esteem, That's lack right. of self-worth. And they're afraid to cry. And one thing I tell them, I was like, it's okay if you cry. God gave you tear ducts for a reason. That's right. It, it's okay. You have to get that emotion out. You have to get that pain, that trauma, all that. It has to come out some way or it's just holding you That's hostage, right. basically. Right. And so I think it's been really helpful for me to mentor to them because growing up, that was not a thing. It wasn't like cool to be like emotional. It seemed like being right. emotional, emotional meant weak, which That's is not right. true. Right. Because anger is an emotion, first of all, mm-hmm. that like a lot of times we That's tend right. to get stuck in thinking mm-hmm. that we're okay it's and an we're acceptable hard. emotion, exactly know, an aggressive one, right? And so I think that's part of what's really been good, and I think that's something that you have taught here. Just male intimacy is important because I Absolutely. talked to an older member today, and he mentioned it was kind of sad to listen to because he mentioned to me of just how tough it was for him not to have that and how awkward it was. And he was an older gentleman, so he Mm. really didn't want to, like, I could tell part of him wanted to actually engage in, like, male intimacy, like, male groups and different, like, things where men can be men, but we can be vulnerable at the same time, you know, and talk about things that are going on in life for real and be open. But it was, it was scary to him. He was scared, to be honest. And Too unfamiliar. No, yeah, Yeah, too unfamiliar. And it was... He was just like, mm, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be able to do that. I don't think that's for me type of deal. And I was like, I think it is for you. I think you're scared, yeah. you know, because he was coming to me and I'm like 
half his age and he mm-hmm. was looking to me for advice on it right. which shocked me and i was like oh uh yeah. yes sir uh let me let me let me think here and so well, that's one thing i don't want and for us to be better men in our community better fathers we're going to have to be able to engage those emotions and those issues and things that we've been through to help us mm-hmm. because if we don't we're steadily going around bruising people oh, hurting yes. other people because we're hurt And so now we're going around messing up relationships, messing up families, the women in our lives, we're messing them up, the kids, we're not raising them and helping them. We're doing all these things that are really hurting them. And that's because we haven't found a way to only love ourselves, but also be in relationship with With other other males. And especially men. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. I I, I mean, I could not agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. So that's what I have for today, our episode with B. Chris Simpson. What's the church website? HolmesRoadChurch.com. Um, we're actually uh, creating a new website, but just Google Holmes Road Church of Christ in Memphis, and you'll see a couple of websites there. Go to both of them. We would love to have you. We are a loving, kind church. I mean, multicultural, especially for this area. We've got black people. We've got white people. We got Democrats and Republicans. You know what I'm saying? What? We got conservative yes. and progressive. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We have, like, theologically, it's just sort of like this melting pot of love. So please come see us. Look us up. Yeah. And there's no place. There's no place like homes. Exactly. <laughs> so we definitely love for you to come visit. And also check out the site. Um, if you're just looking for a place that really creating a community yes. of love and like actually people really working on themselves to mm-hmm. grow and know the Lord more, yes. this is a place for you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yes. Twitter. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, and if you want to hear some really touching, um, powerful, energetic, electric, <laughs> loving impactful and funny sermons you definitely need to check out uh b chris <laughs> on facebook live or just come and take a visit because he definitely does that well and so before you go don't forget to subscribe hit subscribe, subscribe button so now. That you get all of the latest updates on what's going on in this episode with this podcast and also don't forget to go to do it for the podcast.com there's a special enneagram gift there if you become a subscriber to my internet website and also, uh, the last thing is when you're with your family, when you're with your friends and your co-workers and something pop off and you're upset and you're mad, remember, do it for the gram. Mm. Not Instagram, but the Enneagram. We'll yes. see you soon next time. <laughs> <laughs>